What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Wednesday, nope, Thursday, July 9th, 2020. Here's what you missed while you were busy working your real job. Okay, so big story today and yesterday. The Supreme Court came down with three big decisions and all were actually seven to two, not partisan at all. The first one has to do with the Affordable Care Act, aka Obamacare, and contraceptives, stating that employers do have the ability to opt out of the contraception mandate in the ACA. It was Little Sisters of the Poor versus the state of Pennsylvania. They don't want to cover birth controls since, you know, they don't believe in it. And the Commonwealth was arguing that if they don't cover it, well, then the burden falls on the people of Pennsylvania to cover the cost. But on that argument, the Supreme Court was like, "Mm, yeah, you should know that. That's pretty much how it works when you're the state and they're the church. Use a better argument next time. And that's pretty much the same thing they said today in regards to Trump's taxes, where in one ruling, they said to Congress, you don't have a solid argument here, so go back to the lower courts and figure this out if you want to access his taxes and in the second ruling they totally gave the county of new york's district attorney access to his financial records stating that no the president does not have absolute immunity and no one is above the law uh don't get too hyped up because honestly it's unlikely you'll get to see his taxes before november quote little is known about that new york investigation led by new york county da cyrus vance the only way trump's taxes or other financial records would be made known to the public is if people were indicted, the case went to trial, and the financial records were used as evidence. That would take months, if not longer, end quote. Now, that doesn't mean that, God forbid, he wins. It can't land him in another impeachment or resignation issue in like 18 months, though, so uh, be prepared for more scandals. In another moment of brilliance, the United States has formally notified the United Nations that we're withdrawing from the World Health Organization. Of course, it's not effective until next year, July 6th of 2021, so if Trumpito isn't around anymore, this could totally be a moot story. And Biden has said that he wasn't going to leave if he wins, so uh, quoting Stat News, the withdrawal of the United States would plunge global health governments into the unknown, creating questions about the economic viability of the WHO, the future of the polio eradication program, the system for reporting dangerous infectious disease outbreaks, and myriad other programs that are as pertinent to the health of Americans as they are to people from countries around the world, such as efforts to combat the spread of antibiotic-resistant bacteria. The United States is the WHO's largest funder, contributing $426 million a year in the 2018-2019 budget period. The U.S. currently owes the WHO $203 million for 2020 and previous years, end quote. And apparently, we're supposed to actually pay those dues off before being able to officially leave under a 1948 congressional resolution. Now, the who is not without fault in how this vid has been handled, for sure, but honestly, picking up your toys and stomping out of the sandbox rarely accomplishes anything productive. Let's see what comes of this. I'm thinking, he's thinking, United States state's health force no seriously just watch 
Okay, here's an update on the student story we gave you last time regarding colleges going online only. And this time, we're talking about international students. There's a huge problem going on here. And once again, it's the Trump administration versus immigrants. The U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, aka ICE, announced that it will not issue visas to international students that are only taking online courses during the upcoming fall semester. So many international students are now in fear that they can be deported and worry about how they might be able to return home with the current travel restrictions. Quote, the U.S. Department of State will not issue visas to students enrolled in schools and or programs that are fully online for the fall semester, nor will U.S. Customs and Border Protection permit these students to enter the United States. Active students currently in the United States enrolled in such programs must depart the country or take other measures such as transferring to a school with in-person instruction to remain in lawful status. If not, they may face immigration consequences, including but not limited to the initiation of removal proceedings. If students find themselves in this situation, they must leave the country or take alternative steps to maintain their non-immigrant status. End quote. <sighs> And they're only giving schools until July 15th to make the decision on being fully open, hybrid, or online only. Lots of schools are now opting for the hybrid method just to be able to keep students in the U.S. And students are really in the dark about this whole thing with one student tweeting, and I thought the canceled flights, stress of finding last-minute summer housing, not being able to see my mom for over a year would be enough. And another person tweeted, with no support system in the middle of the pandemic, this is all that was missing. And finally, a third I regret coming here for a better education, another person said. It's so cruel to uproot lives in the middle of a pandemic over reasons entirely beyond our control. Everything is so uncertain and I've never felt less like a human being. So now Harvard is actually suing to prevent this action from taking place and some schools are seriously creating new classes only for international students just so that they can meet that minimum credit threshold. Professors are co-signing and sponsoring these classes it's it's really interesting but man we'll keep you updated on what happens here with these international students So apparently the country band, formerly known as Lady Antebellum, is suing a small blues singer from Seattle whose stage name has been for the last 20 years, Lady A. And if you recall, Lady Antebellum changed their name to Lady A a couple weeks back during the height of the Black Lives Matter protests. Because apparently now, after 18 years of performing, they only just realize what the Antebellum South really was and represents. But then, why would they be suing her? Well, it turns out fans have actually been calling them Lady A for a while now, so they trademarked the name back in 2010. But when news came out that they were officially changing their name to Lady A, the Lady A came a-knocking. And to make the PR even better, they were going to do a collaboration because Lady A is a black blues musician. But then again, at some point, she wised up and, quote, the band is trying to erase me. Trust is important, and I no longer trust them, she said. This is my life. Lady A is my brand. I've used it for over 20 years and I'm proud of what I've done, she said. This is too much right now. They're using the name because of a Black Lives Matter incident that for them is just a moment in time. If it mattered, it would have mattered to them before. It shouldn't have taken for George Floyd to die for them to realize that their name had a slave reference to it, end quote. So she asked them for $10 million. Now they're suing her to cease and desist and for the court to declare them the right to use the name without having to pay up big time in her. 
Come on, Lady A, just let her have a champagne night. And all right, I'm ending today with some excerpts from the Kanye West interview that he just did with Forbes after declaring his intent to run for president. And honestly, I don't know what to make of it. So I'm seriously, I'm just going to quote this man. But let, let's let just say this guy, he needs therapy, prayer, and a good year's worth of sleep. Check it out. Quote, on his natural political party. I would run as a Republican if Trump wasn't there. I will run as an independent if Trump is there. On his previous support for Trump, Trump is the closest president we've had in years to allowing God to still be part of the conversation. On his MAGA hat moment, one of the main reasons I wore the red hat as a protest to the segregation of votes in the black community. Also, other than the fact that I like Trump hotels and the saxophones in the lobby. On discussions on race with the White House, One time, I talked to Jared Kushner, who was saying, we don't have black leaders, we just have hustlers. Why? Because they killed all the black leaders. On how the race will be decided. Let's see if the appointing is at 2020 or if it's 2024, because God appoints the president. If I win in 2020, then it was God's appointment. If I win in 2024, then that was God's appointment. On the coronavirus cure, we pray. We pray for the freedom. It's all about God. We need to stop doing things that make God mad. On vaccines, it's so many of our children that are being vaccinated and paralyzed. So when they say the way we're going to fix COVID is with a vaccine, I'm extremely cautious. That's the mark of the beast. They want to put chips inside of us. They want to do all kinds of things to where it make it that we can't cross the gates of heaven. I'm sorry when I say they, the humans that have the devil inside them. And the sad thing is that the saddest thing is that we all won't make it to heaven, that there will be some of us that do not make it. Next question. On his foreign policy i haven't developed it yet i'm focused on protecting america first with our great military let's focus on ourselves first on the wakanda management model a lot of africans do not like the movie black panther and representation of themselves in wakanda but i'm going to use the framework of wakanda right now because it's the best explanation of what our design group is going to feel like in the white house that is a positive idea you got kanye west one of the most powerful humans i'm not saying the most because you got a lot of alien level superpowers and it's only collectively that we can set it free let's get back to wakanda like in the movie in wakanda when the king went to visit that lead scientist to have the shoes wrap around her shoes just the amount of innovation that can happen the amount of innovation and medicine like big farmer we're gonna work innovate together this is not gonna be some nipsey hustle being murdered they're doing a documentary we have so many soldiers that die for our freedom our freedom of information that there's a cure for aids out there there's gonna be a mix of big farmer and holistic okay i'm done i'm dead i i gotta end it there those were direct quotes lord please heal kanye well my beautiful people those were my top five news stories of the last two days yeah my bad about yesterday but hey i do have other work to do you know and this was my first big miss so again my bad By the way, 
uh, they did put Michael Cohen back in jail today. Apparently, he didn't want to sign the papers that said you're not allowed to write a book or a movie while out on jail because of the COVID. Not surprised at all. Also, there's been lots of cool trailers that have dropped lately. There was like Umbrella Academy 2 and The Boys Season 2, uh, an American Pickle. There's going to be a Ready Player 2 book coming this fall. An actual book sequel that I'm interested in. That's funny. All right. Um, y'all, I hope y'all have a great weekend. Uh, really, uh, do enjoy it. I'm ready to start mine. As always, you made a count this week, so stay focused. Stay proud, stay dedicated in all you do. Dodge the rest. Catch up with me. I got you with the news.